Let's get it started in here. That's uh, a good way to begin. Let's um, get it started. You remember that wasn't actually the name of that song? No, it was not. But they changed it to get big money from the NBA. By the way, um, we are going to... Uh, people like to hear the much music stories. Yeah. So I am, uh, you know, we're going to talk about a much music behind the scenes story uh, in, a, in a few minutes. Uh, but firstly, and I want you to decide, should we talk about the uh, alligator story? Or should we talk oh, about... You always tell the alligator story as if it was some a music antidote and not a complete uh, forget safety. I so mean, we... it, it's, it's definitely one of those things that was left out of the so-called documentary. But this, it, it's funny because nobody got hurt. All right, but you know what? Was, I, we got to tell it now. What's the other story? See, that's the thing. I completely forgot what the other story was. Good. It was yeah. another story that you were involved in. Um, but now I forget. Uh, we got to tell the alligator story because it's just, you know, the story of how the one black guy on the crew and the woman who wasn't the woman calling the shots got put in a dangerous situation because reasons. I Actually, I was the reason. No. Yeah, I think it was my fault. I mean, honestly, looking at it, I uh, not thinking clearly. I mean, this but... this was very typical of what went on at Much Music. The insane stuff that some people thought, oh, this is rock and roll. And those of us who, you know, basically do it or you're the problem, we're like, this is messed up. All right, we will get to that. Um, getting back to what I was saying about information versus news. Is another thing on the news? same trip where you and the same camera guy were take, were writing your wills in your head? See, don't give away too much of the story, but yeah, yes, we, yes, it's, we were. That whole trip was just messed up. Well, we, we should add, by the way, of course, it was in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Florida. So um, news versus information. I when I was doing the morning radio gig with Campanelli in December, and I was in there every morning weekdays. They always had on uh, the twenty-four hour uh, Toronto news station, yeah. and so there's always a, a <laughs> that's a, how Toronto radio stations get news. Yeah, that's the, so there was a stock, you know, the stock ticker, the crawl yeah. that tells you updates, of, and there was constantly stories, <clears throat> tragic stories that happened to uh, people, families. Uh, and children mm -hmm. in parts of the United States, for example, that mm -hmm. are very far from us, they were not the kind of stories that got you to stop and say, I didn't know that was possible, or that is the way that my world is going to be affected by this. It was just sad stories for the purpose of telling sad stories. That to me is information, not news. It does okay. nothing to illuminate my understanding, I already knew bad things like that happened. I did not need to see, like, why are you reaching to, to like uh, uh, some remote part of Louisiana for a terrible story about a house fire? Like it's, why? Okay, why do I, I need do, to know that? I do think that the stuff that's being done now with the the proper consistent reporting of 
mass shootings and really stupid gun deaths or gun gun injuries in the U.S. Like that black kid that knocked on the wrong door and got shot in the face and miraculously yeah. lived. But, you know, I think everybody's, oh, thank God that kid lived. But, you know, hey, God, let's have black boys not get shot in the first place. Well, that's 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 the thing in the U.S. is thing that white people can't can't seem to grasp in the U.S. is that being a black person is like you ever played a video game and yes. the the little reticule, you, you, the target floats over the person that you're you're aiming at. Black people walk around with a reticule over them all the time in the U.S., whether they're uh, accused of uh, like they go into a store. And people are like, oh, that person's going to steal something. Um, that happens here, Ed. Yeah, okay. I was okay, out that with a I friend's mean... kid, and I watched the, it was a, blink, I won't say the name of the store, because they may see the station, but it, it was it was a chain store. And these guys watched that kid like he was guaranteed to commit a crime until I came in and started talking to him and they backed off so quick, it was really angering. Oh, it's, uh, we, you know, we've seen that in other cases where people who are uh, deemed to be impoverished or uh, 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 drug addicted get treated like trash uh, until somebody shows up yeah. from the, the proper echelon of society. Then all of a sudden people are like, oh, this person matters now. Um, yeah, we've seen it, anyway, that's what goes on. Gross. That's what goes on in the US. It happens here too. Um, in the U.S., it is a constant. Um, it's a constant here, too. I think we downplay how much that sort of petty racism wears on people. Sure. I and mean, it's we, worth we, talking about, even though it's not as funny as, you know, the time me and a really good cameraman at Much Music didn't get killed by the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. That. When you think about it, it was uh, I mean, it was exciting, wasn't it? Uh, we were like, this is happening. It felt like one of those horror movies. I don't know why you didn't tell me no when I suggested I did. Oh, you did? I did. Never mind then. And you said, don't be a problem. Be <laughs> professional. I, I, I plead it's the fifth. It's a good shot. I plead the fail case. I did say it would be a good shot. It'll be fun. It'll be it'll be a good shot. We need it to tie the piece together. Yeah. Now, part of it was that the the producer on that trip had branded you a problem. And so you were worried about that. All right. Let's. OK, let's get this is to the sort of psychological warfare that happened at Much Music back in the day. All right. Folks. All right. We might as well get to the story. Right. Let's get to it. Um. How about if I tell the story and you keep coming in with um, your perspective of what was going on at the same time? My perspective. You mean what was happening when you were safely on the boat and so we were on the shore in take, alligator infested waters like one of those 80s movies? So I will uh, take that as a yes. Um, so here's what happened. So we're in Florida. Used to be, you know, we there used to much music used to do a thing called snow job, where they would during March break take uh, big name bands to small uh, towns in Ontario in uh, Canada. Usually Back before you got accused of sexualizing children for a name like that, snow job. Well, think of the play on words. Snow job was. Did you never have a snow job when you were in school? 
The other name was Sand Job, Ed. Well, that's because it was sad. But a snow job is A, being fooled, and B, when I was in school, a snow job was kids would throw you down in the snow and then kick snow all over you. Ed, that was a that, snow job. Ed, that wasn't the reason they went with that name. Well, it made sense because there is such a thing as a snow job. Anyway, um, so you'd go to like ski towns and uh, uh, bring the bring the, uh, the the music, and before that, they would send out VJs to do stories, local color, in town. So you you know you'd find interesting places, interesting people, or in the cases of some of my colleagues, not interesting places, not interesting people, um, and. Uh, you were left to try to create interesting stories. So right. uh, one... this, this was the year they decided not to go to a place in Canada. This was a year that uh, the person who was primarily responsible for destroying much music um, decided that uh, they didn't want to spend uh, March break in the snow. And so let's go somewhere warm um, because of their own personal comfort. So breaking the tradition. Now they had done... They had done Florida many years earlier. So this wasn't right. the first time. Anyway, so we were sent to, to Florida to come up with some stories. And I mean, there were some humdingers. We're supposed to cover uh, manatees, uh, otherwise known as sea cows, um, which are native to Florida. Some believe that the stories of mermaids from back in the day were people seeing manatees. But if you've ever seen a manatee, don't be fat phobic. I don't know how you could determine that there was long flowing hair and human features, uh, human facial features on this this thing. I mean, you had there had to be a lot of rum going on to, to see. Anyway, so we we wind up, we go to the, we do a whole wind up, we go to the manatees, and the manatees just float there. They don't move really, they just float there. So, you know, making creating stories. You know, we did what we could. There was one story <clears throat> where there was a guy who was an alligator wrangler, alligator hunter, actually. Because right. there are problems with it. There's huge alligator populations in Florida. And they can't let them get uh, too out of control because then there's starvation and disease and they start coming out of their habitat. Um, there's also times, tragically, where somebody is... Uh, is taken by an alligator and these people have to go out and find the remains. Mm -hmm. Not pleasant. But anyway, we thought interesting story, uh, alligator hunter. <clears throat> so we shot a story in the morning with no breakfast. Uh, now not why? Uncommon. What? Now why? Because the crazy producer. Not crazy, mean. Well, mean and selfish. This woman sandbagged me at much music. And she sandbagged me when she was working at the CBC. This woman hates other women. I will agree. I saw evidence that this woman yeah. just hates other women. She hates. just hates other hates women. Other she women. is so threatened. But she's also one of these very performative leftists who is very racist. Uh, and also was not supportive when we helped a, a homeless young woman get off the street and we hired her to work for us at Much Music, yeah. this person who lectured people about leftist things when we were actually uh, helping, physically yeah. helping somebody, and she could be a part of helping get this person off the street and back into a life. 
was uh, was not very good about that. So Total so much for package here, folks. It's it's yeah, it's you know the the Che Guevara uh, uh, bobblehead, uh, yeah, Beanie Baby. Um, yeah, and was flag. it a Beanie Baby? I thought it was a bobblehead. No, that was a Beanie Baby. And the, the uh, Che Guevara merchandise trend was just weird. And so this person was <clears throat> a faux leftist because it was performative. Anyway, yeah. this person also. All right, I'll, you know what? I'll digress. What the hell? This person also <clears throat> would uh, go to be sent to L.A. to shoot an interview with one band. They were there to do an interview right. with one band. Remember, and, claiming to be a leftist, which is pro-workers' rights and fair labor practices. That's go important. To, yes, that is a good point. You see how I said? I'll talk, you'll fill in. There, it's working. Right. So um, <clears throat> they would go to L.A. and there would be a camera person and a VJ and this producer. And they would shoot the uh, interview they were sent there to shoot. Their work was done. But no. Because this producer would then go to the local arts papers, uh, the internet wasn't a thing then, and find uh, local venues where bands no one had ever heard of were playing. <clears throat> and Which would, would be fine if she wasn't the one saying, no, we can't play indie Canadian talent because who's going to screen it? That is true. Yeah. Um, so U.S. <clears throat> bands no one ever heard of, good. Canadian bands not many people have heard of. No, too much work. So she would call the cameraman who was on his own time. And I'm saying yeah. his, well, there, near the end of there were some women. So uh, she would call the there camera was person. one woman camera op. One. No, Lisa was also a camera op. Would, would, oh. would fill in. Oh, oh, would fill in. That's right. Yeah, full yeah. time, I was thinking. Yeah, it was Allison. Yeah. But don't say uh, the names. We're, we're saying nothing bad about them. They were good people. No, but people may come after them. You got to understand, Ed, when there's a woman in a story, they will attack the woman because they're mad at the man. You still have not learned how this dynamic works in the world. Why? That would only be if, the, if anybody has any sympathy for this person we're describing who's horrible. Uh, people have sympathy because people like to be contrarian. You're bullying her. She's a woman. You're bullying her. She's not here to defend herself. Um, no, she's not. <laughs> um, that was not the best answer. <clears throat> well, when you think about what she did to people. Well, yeah, but we're not there yet. <clears throat> but I am. All yes, right. But so people don't listen to entire things. They so, listen to 12 minutes of a one hour podcast and think they know what's going on. So um, uh, this, she would she would uh, call the camera person in their room who was on their like it was the end of day it was evening <clears throat> and the work had been done that they were sent for and say we're going to we're going to shoot and interview this band and this band and this band and <clears throat> we're going to be out, you know, all night. And if the camera person said. Um, my day is over, like, you know, it's done. <clears throat> she would say, this isn't a vacation, you know? Um, and so she would take the camera person out and they would shoot these band performances and interviews and none of it would ever get used, ever. No. Like never, ever did any of this material get used. But this person was yeah. such a neurotic a uh, slave driver, didn't know what to do with her free time or whatever, and just was like, this isn't a vacation, you know? No, it's not a vacation, but this is evening and I wouldn't be working at home. Why would I be working here? Anyway, 
So we weren't able to get a bre- to get breakfast that morning because we had to rush out to do a story. We're all hungry. Well, you, me, and and our cameraman were hungry. Um, right. And because we were not allowed to get breakfast before the thing. That's what I said. She didn't want to be late. That's right. He felt so, bad for the guest. Well, so we uh, not not the worker that she was responsible for managing, who was union, the guest. She couldn't just call and say, look, we're going to be a little bit late. You're no, jumping, you're jumping the gun here. He starved someone who you're was jumping, doing a physical job. No, this is jumping, important. You're jumping the gun. No, I'm trying to set the stage here, Ed, so that your behavior looks better by by comparison. Because you've said this is your fault, and I disagree. So um, we uh, we were told, you know, well, it wasn't unusual for us to have to sometimes rush out, and then we'd, get, we'd eat right after. Um, and then she says, I've booked a... Uh, and then we did another shoot with no no food. So it was two shoots that had been done no food because she booked these shoots back to back. And with travel time, it meant we wouldn't arrive. Uh, we would be a little bit late. Um, and so like Leanna said, instead of calling and saying we're going to be a little late, no, we had to not eat. So <clears throat> then when we think that's we're going to get eat, the best work out of talent, um, Leanna and me and the camera person go and shoot the story. Uh, this this person, this producer person is, is not with us at that time. We come back to the car. She says, I've booked another I've booked another uh, shoot. All right, well, we want to get something to eat. Oh, I told him he'd be there in about an uh, uh, forty-five minutes, and it's about a forty-five-minute drive. And I, you know, I, I feel bad. I don't want to make him wait. It's like, yeah. and then the cameraman just he started sputtering. He said, "Wait, wait, wait! What? You you care about this stranger waiting, but you don't care about your colleagues eating?" And I no, said, "Because we weren't her colleagues." That's not how she saw us. So we, uh, you're right. So we, you know, uh, uh, trying to, 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 like, I was hungry and, and we were hungry. So I said, look, we'll just go to a drive-through um, and yeah. we'll eat as we drive. And well, you know, it's going to make us late. And I feel bad because he took some, you know, he changed his day to, to do this. And yeah. uh, the cameraman said, fine, screw it. We're not getting any food. We're just going to drive there. Yeah, because um, you didn't want to hear her from her anymore. And and this was somebody who went back and backstabbed team members to management. Always, he was notorious for that. So I don't blame him for for taking that perspective. Because yeah, if he didn't, she was gonna sandbag him. So we're going. It's been hours. We haven't eaten. We drive yeah, out. Again, what only black camera op yes. at the station. Yes. Um. Yeah. We're uh, dry, and I think he's still there, by the way. Um, well, he's a good cameraman, well, so that's artist. a benefit to the station. He's really yeah, good. He's an artist. So yeah. we, uh, we, we drive out there, and we're getting further and further from any civilization. And it just becomes... Um, yeah, it's, it's the Everglades. It's the Everglades. And the Everglades are not really pretty. I seem to remember there were trees, but lots of trees with no leaves as well. Um, and... As we're driving, well, we keep, pass keep a giant wooden cross by the side of the road. Right. And uh, you being Jewish and Raz being black and me being me, we're like, should we start making out our wills? 
Like, because we're going into the backwoods here, and there's a cross. Um, Remember so, what I said about the horror movie setup? Yeah, it felt like it felt like it, if this was a horror movie and we were smart, we would have turned around. Yeah, so, we got the funny guy, the young, the young woman, and the black guy. Yeah. All right. So we finally get to the dock, and let me set this up. This now, is not. Hold on. I want listeners who just tuned in on the radio who don't understand how this dynamic is working. Ed has told me to interrupt him at times. So yes. don't criticize me for interrupting him. Ed makes me do it. Well, I get Leanna, that all the time. You're interrupting him. I have no choice. Liana um, is offering uh, uh, filling in details uh, that uh, I'm forgetting. Um, and they're important to the story. Because you weren't there for the dangerous part. So we're getting to the dangerous part. So we get to this dock, and this is not a marina. Okay, get you whatever thoughts you have of a marina. This is not a marina. There is, uh, it is just water, and a a wooden dock. And sitting next to the dock is supposedly a boat. It's basically a metal bottom with an aircraft engine bolted onto it, with two seats bolted on. Yeah, it was called an airboat. Yeah. I've seen airboats. That was not an airboat. That was something somebody put together in their garage. It was. It it worked. It, it did well, the job. It well, wasn't terribly maintained. Terribly well maintained. It, it worked for a bit. Um, and then uh, and this fella, he was exactly what you'd expect from some backwoods Florida guy. The, uh, the the baseball cap with the mesh in the back and some kind of company in the front. Um, a uh, plaid shirt. Suspenders uh, attached to jeans, uh, bearded, uh, 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 heavy set fellow. He was an uh, all right guy, a, though. Was that? He was an all right guy. He was an all right guy uh, with a, you know, with a, a slight southern accent. Um, you know, if you were to see him, you might imagine his name might be Cletus. No, um, he wasn't that bad. Oh, yes, he was. No, nah, he wasn't. Not, I've seen the video her. over and over. And he that's what he looked like. He okay, looked he like a Cletus. He didn't, he didn't read Cletus to me. I'm not right. sure why. Well, we, I don't remember his name, so we're going to call him Cletus. Because keep in mind, you don't have the same are you a racist uh, reaction that uh, me and our camera person do. So we get there. Nice enough, fella, I guess. Yeah, um, he was all right. There wasn't room on this, in air quotes, airboat for all of us. So the producer stayed on the shore. Um, we go out. She didn't want to be there. Well, to be honest with you, I, I think I might have been tempted to throw her into the alligators. Well, she didn't actually have a, a job either. No, her job was to was to arrange shoots, which we were capable of doing and had done on our own without her. Um, but anyway, uh, out we go. The, the sound of this engine is deafening. It's an airplane. Really it's a, it's no, an airplane no engine protection. with no covering, um, yeah. and, and no ear protection, and no no ear no ear protection. You you got hands; those are your ear protection. Yeah. So we head out, and the the further out we go, you no longer see shore, on uh, in some places on any side. Um, you're so far out into the water, yeah. and you start to see the water teeming with things, and they start to be. 
those little alligators. If you're old enough, you remember when you go to Florida, they had like little baby alligators that were stuffed and they had them playing ukuleles and stuff yeah. as, as, as uh, souvenirs. So they yeah. were about that size. And then they got bigger. And then they got bigger. The, the water was just like roiling with them yeah. in places. Yeah. It was... Which was kind of cool as long as we were in the boat. And the boat... The boat didn't really have sides, by the way. No, but it was moving. And I mean, okay, this this was a cope at this point. It probably wasn't safe. But we were with a guy who knew what he was doing. No so problem. We're out there and, you know, we start this everywhere. Like Lana says, the waters are roiling with, with uh, alligators. Full-size alligators. They're everywhere. Yeah. There's alligators. Yeah. Um, and uh, then... And we start shooting uh, some stuff uh, with me and, and uh, actually his name was Curtis. That, that Not sounds, Cletus. That sounds right. That I'm remembering now his name was Curtis. So Cletus was his brother. Um, no. And so we're shooting with Curtis and, you know, talking and stuff like that. And we're driving along and, uh, you know, Leanna's out of the view of the camera. The cameraman is uh, shooting me with, with Curtis. And, I mean, uh, I'm I'm there to feed jokes. That was my primary. Yes, you were there. Yeah, there. you were yeah. there to help with content. So, not that we could hear each other. No. Um, and so in the end, I basically we had to have him stop the boat to do talk and then start the boat up, and there was a lot of voiceover. Um, yeah. But we uh, we uh, we uh, went. So we're, we're we're out there, and then the boat just the boat just stops. And we're like, all right, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. And he says, uh, eh, we broke a belt back here. Uh, anybody got, you know, any, any uh, shoelaces or anything like that? And I thought he was just joking. I thought he's creating extra drama for us. Uh, way to go. Turns out, it, no. It was, yeah, that was, was when real. I learned the term bailing wire. Yeah, that's right. You got y'all got any bailing wire? Bailing wire or string? Because you know we're likely as a, a TV crew from Toronto, Canada, to walk around with bailing wire or and string. He didn't bring it. And the no, there was no there was no repair kit all the time. So we're out there. The the we're no longer moving, and the alligators are you know they're bumping their noses against the the the, the this boat, um, and. He's not joking. He, no. we are out there. No, and we did not have Busted. cell phones. Yeah. There was no cell phones. We were out there. No cell phones. There the was, sun... Wasn't there one cell phone for the whole team? At that point in time, uh, there was a the much music yeah, cell phone. That's right. That's right. Which, which would go. You'd sign it out when you went on a trip. Right. Um, and the one time we signed it out, we tried to use it. We were connected to the uh, company that provided the service and told that Much Music hadn't paid their bill in six months. Anyway, that sounds about right. Yeah, remember that? We were sitting in a restaurant. That, like, what? That um, sounds about right. So producer lady kept the phone where she yeah, was. They, they also didn't pay the Amex that executives used to pay for dinners. Uh, we found that out the hard way once. That's right. So yeah. So uh, we're out there. You start to see the sun. You know how certain times of the year, the sun just goes down fast? Um, yeah. So the sun is starting to dip. This we are hungry. In, this was in February. 
right? I think it was yeah, late February. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it would have been spring break. Yeah, it was before spring break that we went out yeah. there, right? So we're starving, okay? We've been going, working for hours now, not even breakfast, not a scrap of food. Mm -hmm. um, and the boat is not moving. And he's asking us if we have supplies. Um, and that's when we realized, oh boy, uh, I don't know what, what you were thinking at that time, but I was thinking, what? Like, are we going to spend the night out here? until someone comes out to find us like i remember what? i remember thinking this is typical of a much music shoot yeah uh but this guy wasn't much music's fault he was a he was unprepared no but this this was very typical of the dangerous situations i mean in my time working on much music at much music i got hit with a jimmy jib three times and you weren't there the time that I went into a legitimate biker bar. That was the same trip. The cameraman was with you. Yeah, legitimate uh, Florida that, bikers. Not, but that not weekend the, bikers. Yeah, bikers. That was one of the, the shoots. It was like, this isn't safe. All right. Um, so I don't I didn't I was like, what's gonna happen here? We don't have any bailing wire. Um, he eventually took the, the laces from his boots and turned that into a makeshift belt and got the boat going again. And I see the, the, the sun going down. It's like, all right, we need a closing shot. We haven't had a full shot of the vehicle yet. We need to get a full shot of the vehicle. And there was a spit of land that was clear. Um, uh, there was, you know, it was just Define a spit of land. Clear. Well, when I looked at it, it was clear. What's clear of what? There was no alligators there. It was the swamp. How could you tell? Because I could see from where I was that that spit of land, there's a long, it was a big green area uh, bordered by trees and there were no alligators there. So, what was in the water? So I said... Um, and what was in the water? Animals. And and what was preventing those animals from getting out of the water and coming onto land? Alligators. So um, I was like, okay, we need to take a quick shot to close this off of uh, Ed and Curtis driving by in the boat. So we've got a wide shot. Um, you know, it's like Johnny LaRue and SETV. I need a crane shot. So yeah. we, um, so I suggested that- Suggested. Baz, uh, sorry, the cameraman, and uh, Liana, go stand on that green, that clear green space, and we will drive by. Yeah, I had to get out of the boat because it wouldn't. I I wasn't supposed to be in the shot. Yeah, you would have been seen in the shot. I probably would have gone with him because if you know one person's going, then somebody else got to go. We'll make this slightly less ridiculously unsafe. So they get off. And this is where I don't, I don't know why you didn't say, absolutely not, I not happening. I did, but I had already been branded a problem by this producer. And so I was on very thin ice because she blamed me for a whole bunch of things that weren't my fault. All right, you know what we got you know to do now? What? We got to go to a break. You're, you're teasing this over three segments. It's taken this long to tell the story. Okay, I mean, the story is pretty much told. You made us get out of the boat. It's not well, over yet. Okay. 
So let's get to the conclusion here. Okay, you weren't there for what it was like to be on that little tiny outcropping in the Florida Everglades surrounded by alligators. Okay. No, I was not. I was the whole point. I was on the boat. We needed the so shot. Why don't I get to talk here about right, what it was like to so, be there? Because the camera guy and I are like, this is crazy. So Let's I suggested that they go on land. So we get this wide shot. And no, I didn't, you weren't at gunpoint. You told us to do it. I, who am I? Anyway, we so, weren't even allowed to ask for breakfast and have them do it at this shoot. So. They, uh, the boat pulls over. <clears throat> Leanna and the camera person get off. No, no, no. Leanna. There's a missing piece of this story, Ed, because we're there. We both agree this is ridiculous and dangerous. So it was like, all right, I'm going to keep an eye out. I'm going to keep an eye out for alligators. You just get the shot. I'll watch your back. Yeah, so what you're, I'm on do, this, you're on this spit know. of land now. So take it from there. We, uh, me and Curtis... We, we go a distance so you can get a shot of us as we come by. So now right. you and the camera person are alone on this piece of land, uh, this grassy area surrounded by just, trees. Just, uh, and I don't know what I was going to do uh, if an alligator showed up, but I was prepared to defend this camera guy with my life. I, Like I said, I don't know what I could have done. Maybe I just could have yelled at it or poked at it with a stick. I don't know. But this is the point where it was full blown horror movie territory. When I saw that movie called Beast with Idris Elba, that's, this is what I thought about. Go on. This is your story at this point. Well, there was not, you, you, like, you did like three takes, you did like three pass bys. All right. You did safe in the boat. Uh, us doing this, not it. It was a typical voluntold situation. Now, with much music, did in fact any alligators uh, come on that spit of land? Uh, no, uh, not that I could see, but the trees were so thick behind us, and because of the time of day, it was it would have been really hard to tell. Wait, all of this? I thought that that an alligator started to come towards you or something. Wait, you wanted you wanted an actual alligator attack to end this story. I didn't want it. I thought that no, not an attack. I thought that uh, an we alligator started them. to get close or something. They were from... in the water, and the water was maybe three feet away, and it was just a sandy bank. It wasn't like it was elevated or anything like that. You could see them moving in the flipping water. But in the end, you were actually safe. I wouldn't be here telling this story if I wasn't. It's a bit of a letdown. Ed? Well, I thought that there was actually, I thought the peril increased the longer you were on that bit of land. Well, it did. Because the flipping things in the water were starting to notice, hey, there's movement on the shore. Um, okay. So had you been there longer, and, and there's a good the chance you would have had company. Well, yeah, because the sun was going down. Okay, well, that's what happened. And uh, yeah, like this, this was the kind of stuff that happened. I mean, this was, I guess, one of the more extreme examples. But this was not an unusual much music road trip story.
Hey, it wasn't just road trips. Remember when they convinced Rick Campanelli to be lowered from a helicopter? Well, that was like that one time they sent you out in a snowmobile in, uh, what was it, uh, Banff? I think it and was Jasper. one of the people had no light on the snowmobile and it got dark. Um, my snowmobile had no light. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it That's was, a story for another day. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, there were no workplace safety Workplace safety. Yeah. There, there was <laughs> workplace safety. Those two words never went together. Yeah, it, they, safety. they thought it's weird. They thought that the talent was imminent, in, in, inherently disposable. But if anyone ever's upset a lighting guy or a, a the one set person the set designer that wasn't all that great, but she worked for really cheap. If you ever hurt her feelings at all, you had to find something to apologize for because reasons. So, um, uh, even when she threw a fit and refused to work because, you know, you wanted a change. Listen. And threw a fit was ableist, I realized, but. Listen, the, uh, the tree toss, nobody was harnessed. Yeah, we, the well, we ran. They... I wasn't holding the tree, but Steve Anthony, uh, Mike Mazzula, Mike the Cleaner, Rick Campanelli, yeah, would run holding the tree towards the edge of the build of the the roof, and then let go of the tree. Okay, if, and the the roof was gravel. If anybody slipped, they would have gone over the edge. Nobody ever said, "Hey, you know what." Maybe they should be wearing some kind of safety harness. Okay, but then there was the one year they rigged the tree with explosives yes. and tried to get a shot from above. Yes. Apparently, the, the geniuses running that thing didn't understand the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, the, uh, the explosive flew up, smashed right into the lens of a camera, and pushed, which pushed the eye cup back on the cameraman yeah. and gave him a black eye. And yeah. could have been a lot worse because an explosive went off basically in his face, and the camera absorbed it. All right, so uh, we were going to talk about a lot of things, yeah, but, but that we, one we story wound up that, taking I, up the whole I show. I can't believe the stretch you put on that story. I mean, um, this is why that whole, you know, the Alec Baldwin story with that set. Oh, Rust. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all, because, you know, not caring if your people get hurt wasn't exclusive to much music. It's the entertainment industry is a horrible business that exploits people in more ways than one. But, By you know, way, unless sex is involved, nobody cares. I should add that um, it took us 45 minutes to an hour after we um, finished the shoot to get back to civilization. Yeah. And only then could we eat food. It had been well, hours. There was, there was nothing around that place. No, it was it all just woods, just woods. The skunk ape was probably out there. The skunk ape? That's the Florida version of uh, Sasquatch. Because it's Sasquatch the... smells really, really bad. It's called the skunk ape? They call it the skunk ape, yeah. Okay. Look it up. That's cool. There's some good vid There's some good pictures of the skunk ape. It looks like th they have this picture of one that was taken. Clearly, it's a flash. It was a surprise. It looks very much like an orangutan. And I'm pretty sure they say that, you know, circuses used to winter in uh, Florida and some and, and and animals from the animal act 
they escaped at times or were let go. So there's a theory that there actually are primates in the, the Florida Everglades um, who were left there by circuses. And that's what the skunk ape is. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, if there's a very cool look it up. If you look up the picture of skunk ape, um, you'll see this one, which is fairly close up. And it's clearly the animal is caught by surprise. It very much looks like an orangutan. And it's very clearly in like woods. Um, so very interesting. All right. Amer Americans love to just chain two words together instead of coming up with a more scientific term. Like what? chicken fried. Okay, but Sasquatch is not a scientific term, nor is Bigfoot. No, but skunk ape? Instead of, hey, this might be a new CC. No, nah, that's a skunk ape. Well, I think it, it, there's other sightings which don't sound like uh, orangutans, but uh, I think some of them can be explained by uh, circus animals. Um, well, it, it wouldn't be a surprise to me if some of them got loose. I mean, Gibtown is not exactly the height of security. Um, no, because if it was the height of security, uh, carnies wouldn't go there. That's right. All right. Um, I just imagine carnies during the off season walking around, constantly looking on the ground to see if someone dropped a wallet from a ride. Nah, it's just kind of a trailer park. Uh, I, I knew some people who summered in, uh, who sorry, wintered in Gibtown. Gibson Town is the full name, but. Well, I remember there was a good episode of the X Files set there. Okay, I'm talking about real life. And but they were no, they they used they used real life circus performers. Yeah, they used some of the people that I was on um, uh, some sideshow forums with at the yeah. time. Yeah. So, all right, well, um, that's the show. <laughs> I can't Nothing that we were going to talk about story was talked that about. Long. We can save the other things for, uh, for next week. Um, and I am off to uh, Cornwall, and, Ontario. And, and now I'm going to get a bunch of people going, you did, you weren't ever in danger. You're just a pro victim. Like, I can't. Oh, no, it. no, 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 no. Because you I, were like, well, nothing bad happened. So you I was there. people. And I you... was there. The fact that nothing bad happened is by the grace of God. Okay, but you need to say that because people don't realize when you're joking a lot of the time. Yeah, no, it is one of the stupidest decisions I've ever made, ever. But, um, like, again, that that was what the management structure at that place... I think I was also do. very, very hungry. I well, don't think yeah. I was thinking straight. Yeah, but um, it, it induced such a state of panic in people because there was more backstabbing than East Germany under communism in that place. The oh, people just and made the person we were with never would have. The producer we were with. Um, uh, oh, used... she was like the secret police in East Germany. Oh yeah, the, yeah, she was the Stasi. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and no, Liana and uh, the cameraman very much were in danger. If I was afraid while on that boat and it wasn't moving and there was alligators all around, why that didn't translate in my head that putting them on land where an alligator who they move very fast, by the way, could have just come yeah. right up out of the water and got to them in like one movement. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, well, you were. It was, were it was very much <laughs> very unsafe, very bad decision. I mean, that's what that place did. They, they, I mean, God, if you saw the way lighting got done, 
because they didn't have enough time to do it properly. They were swinging from the lighting grid yeah, to hang these, lights. At one point, they were using a crutch to move a light. No, the the one for me is they didn't want to move the cherry picker, and so they were just swinging. And, I mean, they they used to try to pass off broken mirrors because we shot in the same place as City Line. Yeah. And City Line loved to blame damage that was pre-existing on us. Yes. Because it would have gotten paid for out of our budget instead. So every when we were doing the hanging the sets, we had to constantly be like, okay, if you find damage, stop. We need to photograph it. We need to prove this wasn't us. Except that they then said we took the pictures after we took the set down after we well, yeah, broke but there it. were there were time stamps on them back in the day. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah. So I remember the arguments like, no, no, yeah. that you broke it and then took a picture of it. It's like yeah. no, that that thing, that chip of mirror had been broken for, you know, three shoots. And it was uh, fixed courtesy of our budget. All right. Um, it's time for us to go. Liana, it's not therapy podcast. Uh, really good stuff about uh, stress, anxiety. Uh, Gee, trauma. I wonder why uh, I need to develop solid coping skills after these stories. Yeah, no wonder. But it's done with. Uh, there's humor. There's humanity. It's it. It's not de- relentlessly depressing. Uh, it, and there's no stupid jargon and stupid platitudes you'll find on a poster with a picture of an eagle flying. Um, so an it's eagle? not therapy. The podcast. Check it out. And uh, uh, that's it, Leanna. Said we got to get out of here. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>